Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mama. I am so glad that you are back, ready to pour into your brain, your heart, and your lifestyle. Listen, this time of year is my absolute favorite time of year in Arizona. The weather is incredible. We're coming down from the 100s into the 90s, 70s, 80s at night. And ah, oh, I just love this time of year. The only thing that is missing is some leaves changing, but unfortunately in the desert, we don't get a whole lot of leaves changing. But what also comes up during this time of year is a whole lot of distractions, right? And listen, that can be any time of year for us, just depending on where we are in our life, right? And so I want to chat with you today about how we keep ourselves in alignment, how we stay focused, how we continue to move towards our goals when there seems to be a lot of distraction and when we really just have a hard time sticking to our health goals, okay? So Think about this. Have you ever been working towards a weight loss goal and you finally dialed in your nutrition and your exercise and everything seems to be going amazing, but then life throws a curveball at you. And you know what I'm talking about? Health issues, uh, a family news that you weren't ready for, losing a, all kinds of stuff, right? That really throws a curveball your way. You have a family emergency or you experience a job loss, you sell or buy a house that's going on a lot around here in Arizona. The list could go on and on. And life always seems to interrupt our goals, especially when things are going well. In the past, a stressful situation would lead you right back to your old, not so healthy habits. But that doesn't always have to be the case. If I could show you how to get back into healthy habits after life throws you off track, would you want it? Would you be interested in it? And my guess is that your answer would be, heck, yes, I want to know when life throws curveballs at me, when life slaps me around in the face, how do I get myself back on track, moving in a direction that's going to serve me, that's going to serve my family, and it's going to allow me to dominate whatever life curveballs are coming my way because I am functioning in the healthiest version of myself. I'm going to share with you how to get back on track when you fall off of it, and then how to stay on track when those life things come your way. And there are four simple steps that I want to share with you, and I cannot wait to dive into it. This is how healthy people get back on track after stressful events, make them binge or go off the deep end of their nutrition. Okay. Healthy people run into these same obstacles all the time. You guys, this is not an unhealthy person thing that life comes at you. Healthy people have life come at them too. Life throws them curveballs as well. The key to staying healthy when life gets in your way is getting back to your healthy habits as soon as possible. 
I say this all the time in my macros made easy program, healthy people know how to redirect and get themselves moving in the right direction much quicker than unhealthy people. Unhealthy people allow this stumbling block to be something that holds them back for much longer than it should. Okay. I know it sounds so stupid, silly, and obvious, but when unhealthy people fall off the wagon, they stay off of it until they have to get back on. When healthy people fall off the wagon, when life gets in their way, when they veer off path, they get back on it as soon as possible. It takes them moments instead of months. Okay. We are talking about taking moments when life comes at you instead of letting life drag you down for months. Now, listen, I know there's some heavy, heavy stuff that happens in our world, but I'm telling you right now that if we can redirect ourselves much, much quicker, the outcome of what we are experiencing will will be much smaller, right? It won't take us as long to get back to a healthy space mentally, physically, and nutritionally. Okay. So a few weeks ago, I had a client message me asking me for help and resources that would help her get back on track after going through a stressful situation that messed with her momentum and her progress. She said, we had a family crisis and I ran to carbs hard. And even though I'm in my biggest cut numbers, because we were going through a cut with her, At least I know that about myself now. My high stress level is causing me to go very hard on carbs and comfort food, and I need help getting back on track. First, let's take a minute to applaud this mama for not beating herself up after she went outside of her nutritional boundaries that she had set up for herself and talk about some serious self-awareness. That is incredible. And that is so important when you are embarking on a health and a weight loss journey, when you are intentionally trying to lose weight and to become the healthiest version of yourself, self-awareness is amazing. So let's take a minute to applaud my client for having that self-awareness, right? She recognized that it was a learning experience and is ready to move on. That's amazing. Unhealthy people don't do this. Unhealthy people give up and give into food cravings, then beat themselves up about it for weeks, months, and often those moments turn into years. I can't tell you how many times I hop on a discovery call with somebody and they tell me this one event two years ago has sabotaged the last two years of my health. And even when I try to get back on track, these little things pull me back, right? Healthy people do exactly what my macros made easy mama did. They recognize that life got crazy, that they had to work to jump back into it. Healthy people also realize that the crazy life that took them off track didn't really have much to do with food. And realizing that it's a mental block more than anything else, not a physical one, helps them get back on track quickly. They realize it's not the food that is their problem. There is something else going on that is causing the food to be a band-aid for what is happening, right? I want to challenge you to think a little bit different. Okay, I want to I, I want you to think a little bit outside of the box for me for just a minute. For some of you, this is the first time that you have thought about circumstances and life situations this way. I believe that stress eating is about the food, but it's not really about the food. You are probably like, what in the heck is she actually talking about? So let me explain here just for a second. We've been fed an unfortunate lie in our lives that we're unhealthy because of food. Food gets us in trouble and therefore food gets a very bad rap, right? We always hear how unhealthy foods are and how we should avoid them. Carbs and fats have it the worst. They are the villains in almost every single diet out there. But when we get down to it, we need carbs. We need fat. 
and we need protein to survive. Those are essential nutrients in our world. So if they are essential and, and they are a need for our survival, then can it really be the culprit of all of our health problems? Can food really be the bad thing? The truth is that the thoughts and feelings we attach to food are where we get into trouble. When you're sad and you want to pick me up, you don't reach for chicken breast. <laughs> you're not reaching for, for lean proteins and, and those types of things. No, you reach for cookies and cupcakes and mashed potatoes. And when you eat for comfort, you aren't eating nutritionally, you're eating emotionally. Instead of obsessing about what you ate and swearing that you'll never eat those foods again, let's look at the feelings behind the food. Were you looking for comfort? Were you looking for safety? Were you looking for love? Were you looking to fill loneliness? What were you trying to create more of in your life with food? A lot of times we use food to buffer. We've got these really strong feelings and emotions in our body and our brain. We can feel it and we don't want to feel it anymore. So we buffer with food. Food takes us out of those feelings and allows us to, to escape, right? So it's not really the food. We're using the food as a way to get away from some emotion. As you start to uncover the emotions that are one, pushing you towards certain foods and two, what emotions you're trying to create, you'll be able to identify your triggers. Listen, my son was born with some serious health problems and I spent the first three years of his life in and out of a hospital. I ate all of my feelings and looking back at the situation, I was so ridiculously stressed and worried. I was worried about the health of my little teeny tiny baby and I felt like things were out of control. And when I ate cookies and chips in the pantry, I was looking for comfort. I needed to know things that were that things were gonna be okay, even if it was just for a moment, right? And food provided that for me. If I had known then what I know now, I could have found healthier ways to deal with my stress and worry. I could have taken the time to journal out all of my fears and realize that some of my fears were kind of made up, that I made little, little things into really, really big things. I could have found someone to talk to about everything that was going on instead of bottling it up and thinking that I could manage it all on my own, that I didn't need help. I could have focused on moving my body to reduce stress instead of running to the pantry to feel that stress relief. You need to create awareness of why you're emotionally eating if you want to overcome it. This, this self-awareness is going to be huge because when we realize what we're doing, then we can make change. Then we can shift into something different. Then we can move and make decisions into healthier. And now that you understand that it's not really about the food, it's time to focus on your mental health so that you can get back into your physical goals. Okay. So I'm going to lay out for you a four-step pathway that I wish I had known when I was deep in my emotional eating and beating myself up. Okay. So step one, practice understanding and grace. The first thing to do is to give yourself some grace. I want you to jot this down in a journal or open up a note in your phone and jot these down. Okay. If you're driving, I'm just going to try to speak slow because I know I speak fast and so that you can take it in. Okay. Acknowledge that something big just happened and that you dealt with it. If you took, if it took you outside of your normal eating boundaries, it's okay. This is not permission to be unhealthy. It is an understanding that at times this will happen and beating yourself up doesn't right the ship faster. It keeps you in harsh waters longer. Okay. Think about it. If you were talking to a friend, would you berate them for turning to food? No way. You would never do that, but you do it to yourself all the time. You would tell them that they were under a lot of pressure and that they survived it. And you deserve that pep talk as well. You deserve to talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend because that's going to help you get back on track and and move in that direction much, much quicker than if you continue to beat yourself up. 
Giving yourself some understanding and some grace isn't a show of weakness. Raise your hand if you sometimes view that as weakness. Me, right here, okay? It's not. It's empowering. It gives you the strength to get back up and to try again. Okay, that was step one. Step two, get back into your morning routine. And if you don't have a morning routine, we need to create one. I've got a lot of blogs and videos about creating intentional, incredible morning routines. And if you need that, just reach out to me and let me know, okay? A morning routine is an incredible, powerful tool to prepare you for whatever the world is going to throw at you that day. The purpose of your morning routine is to focus on your mental needs before you have to focus on anyone else's needs, which means that you need to fill your routine with the things that fill your cup and fill you up. Listen, fill your cup first so you aren't pouring from a bitter, frustrated, and crusty cup. I hear from mamas all the time. I'm just cranky. I'm irritated. I'm I'm quick-tempered. I am grumpy and I'm crusty to everybody around me. And that's because your cup is empty and you're trying to pour, pour, pour into your kids, into your community, into your job, into your husband. And you are pouring from an incredibly dry, overwhelmed, frustrated cup and nothing good is going to come out of that cup. So we got to fill it up with the good stuff. Okay. I always include journaling, a devotional and gratitude practice as part of my morning routine. And it's fast y'all. I I mean, I can make it last up to an hour, hour and a half if I want to, but I also can make it 10 minutes. Okay. If I do those three things at a minimum, I know that I'll be able to handle anything that comes my way because Those things fill me with joy, fill me with purpose, fill me with peace. So find out what fills you with joy, purpose, and peace. And I'm telling you, your day will, you'll, you'll move through your day so much easier if you have those things in your back pocket. Okay. Step three, plan your meals for the day. Remember healthy living is 80% mental mindset, 20% the nutrition that you put in your mouth. After you've worked on your mindset, then we've got to dive back into your nutrition. The first thing I teach my mamas and my macros made easy program is to plan out their meals ahead of time. I know it sounds basic and it's basic for a reason. It works. When you make a decision ahead of time as to what you're going to eat, when something crazy comes your way, you have a plan to fall back on. Plus meal planning can hold you accountable to your goals. If your spouse comes home after a crazy day at work and he wants to eat out, but you've already planned dinner, it's in the crock pot and all you have to do is plate it. It's really hard to pick up the kids, jump in the car and go wait 30 minutes to get into a restaurant or to wait 45 minutes in a takeout line. It will keep you committed to your plan. If you've already prepped the food, it makes it even easier to stick to. And it saves money, it saves time, and it saves calories. That's winning on all the levels. Wouldn't you agree? (laughs) I would. All right, step four. Let's talk about step four. Remember your highest self. Mama, if you fell off the healthy bandwagon and you still desire to get back on, realize that. That in and of itself is a huge milestone. Okay. I love this quote by James Clear. He's one of my favorite people in the world. He's so intelligent. Every action you take is a vote for the type of person that you want to be. Don't stop taking the actions that will lead you to your highest self, mama. Every time you choose the healthy option, you're becoming the healthy mama you've always wanted to be. Celebrate that. Celebrate every small step that you take. And soon you'll see that it adds up. Listen, you know how we walk a mile? One step at a time. You walk a mile one step at a time, not 52 steps at a time. Can't do that, right? So every single little teeny tiny thing that you do, you celebrate it because you get there one celebration, one thought, one step at a time. It took me a long time to realize that life isn't going to be 90% good and 10% bad. I kept beating myself up because I was like, my life should be better than this. My life should be happier than this. My life should be easier than this. And it's just simply not. Here's the truth. Life is 50-50. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. 
Now, the good news about that is that the bad times don't last forever. And okay, the good times don't last forever, but at least there's a silver lining. The bad times will not last forever. Sometimes things are going to go our way and sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're going to be amazing and everything will go according to plan, but other times it's not going to work out as we want it to. It's going to be hard. And we need to be prepped and ready for the hard times so that we can be strong in our mental resiliency, in our thinking, in our body, and in our nutrition so that it doesn't drag us down and put us in a pit, right? Obstacles are going to get in your way, but it's how we get back up when we're knocked down that determines if we're healthy or not. And you, mama, are strong enough to pick yourself back up and to keep moving. You are a healthy woman. You know what you need to do to get back to your healthiest, happiest version of yourself. So let's move in that direction. Let's do that. And if you need a guide while you're making your way back to healthy living, then you and I need to talk. Helping mamas reign in their mental and physical health is my purpose. And I want to help you above or below, depending on where you're taking in my content, there are directions to schedule a free discovery call with me and to take your first step to becoming that healthy person and reawaken that healthy person and get back to her and to continue to move her forward. Mama, listen, none of this stuff is easy. If it was easy, we'd all be walking around in our happiest, healthiest version of ourselves. Sometimes we need a guide to grab our hand to tell us that we got this and to encourage us. And I'm here to do just that for you. Let's draw some clarity around where you are, where you're getting stuck and how we're going to get you to where you want to go. Okay. So grab that link or take that action, wherever it is that you're watching this. And let's have a discussion on how to dominate falling off track, getting back on and staying focused. Okay. Thank you so much for showing up today. I love pouring into you uh, until I see you next week. Be well. I'll talk with y'all soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.